You know, I never put sponsors in any of these videos, but I'm going to today because it's kind of exciting. I've partnered up with Parabox Monthly. It's a t-shirt subscription service that offers exceptional tees. I would know because they sent me one. Being super picky about what I wear and what I decide to promote, I can honestly say that it's a pretty cool experience. Sure, it's comfortable, has an awesome design. So, what is Parabox Monthly other than a subscription service for clothes? It's a game. A unique game of Clue, essentially. In the shirt's graphics are hidden letters that allow you to go into a secret part of Parabox Monthly's website. The shirt comes with a postcard that describes the month's theme. If you can solve all the riddles within the secret part of the website, you're put into a drawing where you could win some free merch. Check it out through my link below for 10% off. It's affiliate link. I do earn a little bit of cash if you sign up through it. If you don't want to use the affiliate link, you can still get that 10% off by using the coupon code CGS10. For real, guys, check it out. It's kind of cool. On to the story. Let me ask you a few questions. Do you believe in the power of dreams? Do you believe dreams have a meaning? Do you believe we actually get transported somewhere else during our dreams? Well, I have the answers to all of those questions. I always had difficulties falling asleep, I don't know why. But ever since I can remember, I had this problem. My sister and I used to share rooms. However, she slept like a baby. And as soon as she hit the bed, she was completely gone and slept peacefully until the next day. Because it always took me time to fall asleep, I would try all the things my parents told me to do. You know, read a book, um, imagine things, count sheep. But I could count millions of sheep, and still nothing. And the worst thing is, that once I did manage to fall asleep, I didn't have any dreams. Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know what you must be thinking. It's normal not to have dreams often, or we actually dream, it's just that we just can't remember. But let me tell you, and this was nothing like that. In my nine years of life, I had never had a dream. It just seemed like I didn't have the ability to dream. Everyone, even the people who claim not being able to dream, either had at least memories of one or two dreams in their lifetime, which meant they did have ability. Unlike me. I used to be fascinated hearing people's stories about their dreams because it seemed like the best thing ever. Those dreams that are realistic. Those who made no sense at all. And those dreams about things you actually wanted to be dreaming of. I even wanted to hear the darkest nightmares someone could have. And it became an obsession for me. As soon as my sister woke up, I would ask her about her night. Then, I would go straight to my parents and interrogate them about the same. 
I even looked forward to go to school every day to ask my classmates about it. I was utterly jealous of all those who could dream. Being transported to a different world inside your own mind. I wanted that. I told my friends and my sister about my problem, but they didn't believe me. In fact, no one ever did. They just said I must have terrible memory and couldn't remember them. So, I started reading books and browsed the internet looking for possible ways to change my situation. I wanted to have dreams, either good or even the bad ones. I just wanted to be able to have them. And eventually, I found some information. It was your usual, everyone dreams during sleep, but not everyone remembers. And I must say, at the very beginning, I fell for that crap. I used to believe that if everyone said it, even scientists, it must be true. And this guided me to look for possible solutions to fix my problem so that I could remember my dreams. According to different sources, there's different ways to be able to remember your dreams. And I tried them all. Going to bed early. Taking caffeine out of my diet. Yoga and meditation. I would even lay in bed two hours before a bedtime, just imagining different scenarios and hoping to dream about them but nothing ever worked. And I tried all of these since I was 11, until I was about 13 years old, without any signs of progression. And by the time I was 14, I just decided to give up. I spent a year trying not to think about the topic of dreams, but it was impossible. I didn't question people about their dreams and nightmares, but the thoughts were still in the back of my head. The day of my 16th birthday had come, and all I asked of my family was for me to be left alone during the weekend. My parents granted me that wish and went away for the weekend with my sister. I stayed alone during the night and decided to use my laptop to read some forums. And after a couple of hours, I came across this forum I'd never seen before. One where I finally found many people like me. People who couldn't dream. Many people on the forum mentioned Morpheus, the Greek god of dreams. It made sense he is being mentioned on a blog about the topic. What it didn't make sense, however, were the kinds of comments people posted. Comments such as, If you are unable to dream, then you should summon Morpheus. He'll help you out. The ways Morpheus has helped me, or I finally could dream thanks to Morpheus. And those headlines caught my attention. I didn't even care reading much about the blog or opening different posts. As soon as I read there was something that could help me, I wanted to give it a try. As I tried to find a post about how to summon him, I noticed different comments that said not to do so, and how it was a terrible idea, but I didn't care about any of that. I skipped the negative posts until I found the perfect one. And the instructions were quite simple. I had to make a ring of sugar, sit in the middle of it where the hole is supposed to be, and light a black candle as I repeated the following words. 
Morpheus, Morpheus, help me now. I want to be able to escape during the nights. I want to be able to have different scenarios in my mind. Help me, Morpheus, my dear god. I spent hours practicing. I managed to memorize what I had to say and bought all the things I needed. And happier than ever, I waited for night to come. At 2.40 in the morning, I made the sugar ring and sat in the middle of it. I lighted the candle and started saying the prayer. Maybe for some people it would have sounded ridiculous, but I put all my faith into this. After a few minutes, something incredible happened. The candle extinguished and the windows of my room opened. I closed my eyes for a few seconds in order to protect them from the wind when I saw the brightest light coming from the window. In a matter of seconds, the light was floating around my room. It was so bright it blinded me for a minute or two until it got closer and I saw it better. There he was. It was Morpheus. He had listened to my prayers. He was stunning. He looked just like a human. He had long, blonde, curly hair, hazel, almost yellow-looking eyes, and his body was very toned. He was half-naked with the exception of a white robe tied around his hips. He looked like an angel. And I completely froze. I don't know for how long. Until he finally spoke and asked me what I wanted from him. To which I replied, I wanted to be able to have dreams. All dreams aren't perfect, my child. There are some you won't like, some that you'd rather not have. Then I expressed that I just didn't care. I knew what I wanted. Morpheus said he'd be glad to help me, but I needed to do something first, and that was recognizing him as a god and say, I would sacrifice it all, and without a single doubt, I agreed, and that was the deal we made that night. As soon as I proclaimed he was my god, he disappeared out of my sight, and there I was once again in the dark. A few minutes after he left, I started feeling very dizzy and tired. I stood up and tried to reach my bed, but I barely made it there. I collapsed and fell asleep. Nevertheless, this time was different. For the first time ever, I had a dream. Wow, Morpheus actually did help me. Our first dream was about me going to the beach with my family. Nothing particularly important happened. It was just my family and I hanging out, doing the activities we normally do when we go there and it might sound like a normal, very boring thing, but for me, it was awesome. And I finally knew how dreams worked. The next day, I woke up completely happy and finally had some answers. People were wrong. It's not that I couldn't remember my dreams before. I was right. I just never had one. The first thing I did after waking up was go back to the forum. I created a post where I explained what happened the night before, and surprisingly, I had many answers from people. Even though most replies were good ones, 
There were also some negativity in the comments. Comments from some people saying, I didn't know what I was doing, how dangerous the situation was, how this was not a blessing but a curse, and etc, etc. And I once again ignored the negative comments. And eventually, my family came home the next day, and I told them about my experience dreaming. But, I omitted the information about Morpheus. The only people that needed to know about him were the people on the forum. My family seemed very happy when I told them I had finally dreamed. Things like, I knew you'd remember, or it was only a matter of time, were said, and I just smiled at them. During a year, I had nothing but fun. I enjoyed all my dreams, and they seemed to have brought me luck because my life was better than ever. People started liking me, and many claimed they saw me as a different person. And I also spent a lot of time posting on the forum and speaking to my online friends. It was all normal. Until a terrible event happened. One night, I had a dream where my sister and I were swimming at the beach. But she was having difficulties. She kept saying she felt as if someone was grabbing her feet. And she rapidly moved from one place to another, which made it impossible for me to help her. And after a while, I couldn't see her anymore. She had drowned. And I woke up covered in sweat and scared. And I decided to look at my sister, who still slept on the opposite bed from mine. She looked peaceful in her sleep. I had experienced my first nightmare. It felt weird, but it was also quite exciting. I calmed myself down and went back to sleep. As I finally woke up the next day, I looked at the clock and noticed it was getting late for school. It was very weird. My sister always woke me up and made sure we were on time. I got up and noticed that she was still sleeping on her side. I called her name twice, but... She didn't seem to answer me. I came closer and turned her over. And that's when I noticed she didn't look normal. Her mouth was open and her skin was pale. I refused to believe what I was seeing. I slapped her twice and even tried CPR, but it wasn't working. I screamed for my parents who quickly came to the room and had a similar reaction to mine. It was hard to believe, but my sister was dead. The ambulance came quickly after we called. They tried to help my sister and took her to the hospital, but there was nothing that could have helped her. As reported by the doctors, my sister died because she stopped breathing. And I couldn't help but thinking about the dream I had the night of her death. And I spoke to a couple of friends about this, but they told me to shut up and not to raise the subject with anybody else. After all, my sister, my best friend, had just died. And I needed to back off with my obsession about dreams. A month after this event, I had another random experience. I had another nightmare. And this one was about a monster chasing me. 
He was a demon-looking creature trying to take me to the underworld. And I managed to escape during the dream, but the morning after I noticed some scratches on my back. I didn't know what to do. I had nobody to speak to. My sister was gone, and my family and friends were mourning. Luckily, I remember there was a place for people who understood me. I went to the forum once again, but I didn't only look at the positive comments. I was actually willing to read absolutely everything this time. Everything that could help me understand what was going on. It turns out, I was blind all this time. I should have read everything on the forum before summoning Morpheus. All the comments trying to warn me that I deleted, all the posts I decided to skip. Morpheus wasn't exactly who I thought he was. He wasn't an actual god. He was a demon. The Morpheus I spoke to wasn't the Greek god of dreams. He was a demon who pretended to be him. It does not only happen to Morpheus, it happens with many other gods and saints and whatever. Demons can detect sadness and despair easily. They take advantage of our weakest moments to get to us. And they normally take a different form. An ethereal, beautiful one to convince you that they're the real deal. And once they visit you, they convince you to accept them as their gods and to sacrifice something. When you do so, you're letting them control your life. They tend to help you with what you need at first, but after some time it always backfires. They try to sabotage you until you break. And that's when they finally take you and your soul. I was convinced this thing killed my sister, and now it was coming for me. I searched hours and hours for possible answers on how to liberate myself from the situation. And some people claimed I needed to summon him once again. This time with a ring of salt instead of sugar, and a white candle instead of a black one. And I tried this for a week, but it still didn't work. And in the meantime, it was all getting worse in my dreams, and inside the dreams of those I loved. My friends became distant, and claimed I did some things, and my teachers started blaming me for things as well. Hell, even my parents confronted me over things that I don't recall doing. And I posted about this on the forum, and someone called Bree75 said it was Morpheus influencing people's dreams. Basically, he had the power to make people believe what happened in the dreams happened for real. I tried to explain my parents and friends what was going on, but they didn't believe me. One day I got a message from the forum, it was from Bree75 once again, and he said he needed to see me in person. He claimed to be an ex-victim of the so-called Morpheus, and he gave me his contact details and I went to his house the next day. Once I arrived, a woman opened the door for me. She said she was Bree's wife. She took me to the living room where I saw a middle-aged man without arms. 
it was Bree75. I was shocked when I first saw him, and I think they must have noticed by my expression, as he quickly explained his wife was the one who typed on the computer for him. They told me it was very easy to summon the demon the first time, before he grants you the wish, but after that, it was almost impossible. All the things people have been saying online about how they could summon him a second time was nothing but a lie. He said the website was mostly full of people who are interested in these kinds of things but have never actually experienced the situation. And there are some that have been through the same but haven't experienced the bad side of things yet or some that are going through the same as me but are in denial. And he told me he was the best person to help me, because he was the only one who had managed to get rid of the demon. Bree suffered from insomnia ever since he was a little child, and by that time, he was 20 years old, and he learned about summoning Morpheus to help him with his problem. He did it, thinking that nothing would happen, but Morpheus showed up. At first, everything was fine. For a year he had no problems at all, but suddenly he started having problems just like me. People blaming him for no reason and all of that. He said a demon even attacked him in his dreams and tore his arms up. When he was taken to the hospital, all the doctors said it happened because he was in an accident with a machine at the fabric factory where he worked. And apparently, there were even witnesses of this accident, but he was sure it happened during the dream. No one believed him. They thought he was going crazy because of what happened. But then he met Dr. Bauer. And Dr. Bauer is a psychiatric doctor who listened to Bree's story and gave him some answers. Dr. Bauer and Bree are one of the few who know how to get rid of this particular demon. Bree gave me all the information on how the procedure to get rid of the demon is. Basically, I have to be clinically dead for the demon to show up. Dr. Bauer can help me with this and bring me back to life. During the time I'm supposed to be dead, my mind will transport somewhere else. Morpheus will then appear, but this time I can win the battle because it's no longer a dream he can control. I just needed to be fast with it. It sounded dangerous and absurd, but what other options did I have? This demon was real, and he was going to keep hurting me and the ones I loved. So, I accepted Bree's request to help me, and he planned everything for me to meet Dr. Bauer the following day. The next day, Dr. Bauer explained to me how everything worked. I accepted to go on with the procedure, and Dr. Bauer, alongside Bree and his wife, were going to assist me. The doctor gave me a shot that helped me to die in a matter of minutes. Even though it sounds insane, I can tell you there is something beyond death. It's like your soul gets transported to an eternal dream that is somehow not a dream. After a few moments, there he was. He was looking 
just as the same as the first time I saw him. He was there to take my soul, for I had said he was my god. However, I had the strength to say no. He got furious, and his real form started to show. He was in fact the demon that had been chasing me in my nightmares. And I could see him better now. He looked like a big black dog who could walk. He scratched my chest, but I was in charge now, and I needed to defend myself. I wasn't going to get defeated. In order to defeat him, I had to use my imagination. Dr. Bauer told me if I was brave and showed no fear, he would become weaker. And once he became weak, I needed to hit him until he could no longer respond. Because of my bravery, he turned weak just as the doctor said it would happen when I started hitting the demon until he was covered in blood. And I don't remember more details about this. In fact, the next thing I remember is being brought to life. It was all thanks to Dr. Bauer. The scratch on my chest, my fractured knuckles, and my body covered in blood said it all. It wasn't my imagination. This had actually happened. I was so grateful with Dr. Bauer, Bree, and his wife. I even learned their real names, Lorenz, Mark, and Carolina. After what happened, I tried to go back to normal. Mark, Carolina, and I kept going to the forum to try and help others. And I would like to say that we had killed the demon, but... <laughs> It doesn't work like that. We just stopped him from taking my soul. He's still out there taunting others. And five years later after the incident, all of us were trying to help a young man. We were doing the same procedure that Mark and I and many others now had gone through. But everything took a big turn. During the procedure, Mark collapsed. His wife and I tried to help him while Dr. Bauer quickly brought our patient back to life. Then the doctor tried to help Mark, but it wasn't possible. He was losing so much blood. In a matter of minutes, he was gone. The patient stood up from the table and came to us. I'm so sorry, he did it. Morpheus did it. He said, he's coming for Dr. Bauer and for you girls. He said there's no escape. I got a call from Carolina two days ago telling me Dr. Bauer died the night before. And since yesterday, Carolina isn't picking up her phone or answering my messages. It's too late for me. But I'm writing this hoping someone from the forum reads it before it's too late for them.